Listener Production. Our dirty little secret of two tasty Pop-Tarts of joy that nobody talks about. Shh. If too many people listen, they may have to become grown-ups. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah, shout out to all my other oxes um, who were out and about celebrating uh, Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year. New Year of the Ox. Over the weekend, yeah. Ox slash buffalo. Um, what, what year were you born, Alex Tyson? 88. Year of the Dragon. Oh, oh that's cool. Wow. Ox. That is way cooler than Ox, but at least I'm real. <laughs> um, so, what are you, Bron? I'm a dog. Ah, uh, okay, nice one. Sits. Yeah, but what is your what, yeah, but what is your zodiac sign? <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, I don't think it's zodiac. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you very much for joining us for a very big episode of All Day Breakfast. We're going to be attempting something that came a cropper last time we tried it. So we're going to try it again and see how it fares. We're going to be chatting about a controversial idea that's popping up in the world of sports. And Alex Dyson, believe it or not, I've had some issues with getting into my own house. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So I've been riding my bike, Alex Dyson, and um, one of the things that I wasn't prepared for when riding the bike is getting the bike back into my house. Yeah, through when, the front um, door. Well, that's the problem. See, we've got stairs, mm. so I've got to take it through the garage, but the but I don't have a garage key. I haven't had a garage key because we keep the garage key in the car. Anyways, so you got to park it out the front of the garage and you got to go, you know, to the stairs and you got to go through the house. You got to take the shoes off through the house. Of course. You know, and then you got to get down the bottom. Then you got to, then you're in socks and or bare feet to go out through the garage to get your bike. You're worried it's going to get taken in that time. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah. If sometimes you forget it, it's just sitting out in the driveway for hours. Oh boy. And, um, and so I thought, okay, I'm going to solve this problem extremely easily. Yep. Did a bit of research, decided to buy a brand new garage remote. And you know, sometimes mm. you get excited about these things. You think my life's going to be so much better when I've just got a garage remote on my key ring. You know, so I had to go to the the shop, the key cut, you know, shop the other day to get a new battery for my garage remote. It wasn't lifting the boom gate. That's the thing. The batteries are running out and everything. They're, they're just such there. a finicky thing. I was going down. The buddy, so steep, it sort of like slightly scrapes the bottom of the car, right? Oh, the yep. other day. Try to go down. The bar- battery's not working, so it's not lifting up the garage gate. I have to reverse back, scrape again Oof. on the way out. Then my mates, my neighbor mate, Whose dog ran at me that time, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah. real scary." This dog running at me. Yeah. He was there. So he was standing outside having a ciggy, and he goes, he could have "Awesome you. driving, mate!" And I'm like, "I hate this guy." <laughs> Why? What's, there's no need You're to say kidding. anything, mate. He's he's given you the awesome driving, mate. Yeah, awesome driving, mate. As I got because my garage key's not working, Bro, I got to go reverse who back. Who is this guy? This I is war. This guy is. It's just this clown. So you live in a circus, mate. comments whenever I happen to be in his vicinity. You living in the circus? <laughs> this guy's hey, clown. There's bloody clowns everywhere. I can't believe that. Oh my goodness! Next time I'm going to say to him, "Neck up, you parrot." I'm <laughs> going to shut him down. <laughs> oh, you're going to have a bloody dog on you in no time, mate. Unbelievable. Sorry, I just uh, that's my garage key story from. Well, recently. good. I'm glad you've got one because I wanted me. to vent too. How about this? I go all the way to the to the you know hardware emporium, buy the a brand new expensive waterproof key that says it's going to work for my garage door. Okay, perfect. Is it one go, of, 
Like, I remember back in the day, we used to get universal remotes, if you like. No, your not remote. a universal. This is brand on brand, brother. Oh. Okay? So, so you can specific. open any brand garage with this key. You got to, no, no, this is the specific brand for the specific brand of opener. You know, like this is, oh. this is the one that is supposed to work. It says yep. this will work on your specific garage. Amazing. I'm like, sweet. I go home. I'm spending hours in a stinking hot garage trying to program this stupid remote. It's not working. Belinda's going, what are you doing down there? And I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to make this thing work. She's like, we're going to make start dinner. Sophia's running around. I'm like, I'm just trying to program the remote. It's not working. Eventually I come upstairs, have to wait till the day after to, to call the company. I say, look, this thing is not, it's not programming. It's, I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. They said, oh yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's something that happens actually to these remotes. So we'll just send you out a new one. I'm like, okay, no worries. That's fine. These things happen. Yep. Then I'm out for the day. Belinda's at home. Someone knocks on the door, right? A courier delivering the brand new remote. Jeez, that was quick. Says, uh, yeah, is this for you? To Belinda. Belinda says, I don't know. Let me check the name on it. The name on the, on the package says to cash sales, right? <laughs> and then it's got our address. And Belinda's like, well, that's our address, but obviously I'm not cash sales. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, well, is this, is this for anyone in the house? And Belinda's like, I, like, I'm pretty sure it could be a new remote for my partner, but he's not here. So I might have to call him. So she calls me. I don't answer cause I'm out, I'm working. And then she's like, um, yeah, so I don't know whether it's for him, but I can take it. And then the guy's like, oh no, if it's not for you, then I can't give it to you. And she's like, well, <laughs> there's no one called cash sales at the Until house. Until we open it, no one will know who this is for. <laughs> and so the guy's like, I'm sorry, I'm just going to have to go. So then he just leaves with my remote cause there's no one called cash sales at our house. Well, she, Belinda could have gone, that could be Matt's new hip hop project. I'm, I'm sure that <laughs> cash sales could be coming up cash through the underground enterprise. <laughs> cash a good name, isn't it? C A dollar sign H. <laughs> so then they take it back. Then I call up the company and go, guys, we couldn't accept the parcel because no one was called cash sales. Then the company includes me on an email to the courier company going, oi, what's the deal? We've just had a client not be able to collect this thing because he wasn't called cash sales. They're like, sorry, we'll get it out again. They deliver it. It doesn't work. <laughs> so then I'm like, ah! I'm like boiling at this point. It's taken like four days. And then. And then you call them up and go, yeah, that happens with this remote sometimes. <laughs> no. And then I thought, wait a second. I think I've seen another like garage remote somewhere. In the house? Yeah. So you already have a spare. I just forgot about it. I open up the cupboard. It's literally just above the oven on a big bundle of keys. I swap the rem I swap the battery in it, mm. which was about a two dollar fix. Mm. Press the button, it all works. Now I've got a dud seventy something dollar remote sitting in my house. <laughs> I've had days of hassles and emails and calls, and I could have just done it with two dollars. Damn, when you could have spent two dollars, and you end up spending seventy. That's some cash fails right there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cash sales making some cash fails. <laughs> I asked you when have you spent lots on what was actually a very cheap fix. Um, and Lily got in touch with us, Alex Dyson. That's right. Lily says, my kid got a $10 note from the tooth fairy for her first tooth. God, must be nice. 10 bucks. <laughs> 
Couldn't fold was, any of my tooth fairy cash. Cost a living crisis. Buddy, the tooth fairy's out here buying all the property. Now she just expects notes for doing the absolute bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Really, that when, stuff. You've got to set a standard. <laughs> Definitely. When you, get, when you get $10 for literally like parts of your body falling out, I mean, you can get $10 for anything. Yeah. Uh, Mom, there's hair in the drain. Can I have $2? <laughs> Jacinta says, I find returning things hard. So if I get the wrong size in something, I just order it again in a different size and keep both items. I'm with you. Bron, do you send stuff back? Belinda will like quite happily order stuff knowing full well that she will send three quarters of it back. I cannot bring myself to send it back. I don't know why. I'll I'll never send it back, but I'll go to the store and go, like I'll go out of my way to go to the shopping center and get a refund. But I'll never send something in the mail. Put in the post. No. no, I would never do it either. I just can't do it. Um, Talisha says, uh, we bought a brand new car when we only needed four new tires. <laughs> <laughs> that is excellent, Talisha. <laughs> May as well upgrade because they're pretty yeah, exactly. these days. You're probably looking pretty sick in your new whip. Because if you, if you had a, an old bomb that had new tires, you may as well just get a new $1,000 car every time. You know, just just rocking the disposable car. Yeah, <laughs> single use car sounds good for the environment. <laughs> I'd, I'd say go with one tank of petrol as well. Don't bother filling it up. <laughs> Straight into a new car every time you need a new a new. Well, I'll tell you drive. what, bloody the price of petrol these days. Exactly, you've got to buy, buy a car a new that's car. half full. You'll save you'll save money. And Grace has gotten in touch with us. Do you spend a bit of money on something that was a very cheap fix? Well, I've got this um, old Toyota Coaster bus that I'm. You know, trying to do the whole make a home thing. Mm. And um, it didn't start. So I turned the key and it just went, and that was it. So mm-hmm. I jumped online. I spoke to a few like mechanics and stuff and they've all gone, oh, it's your starter motor. I went, mm. shit, that's kind of like super expensive, but I can do that. So we bought one online, took four hours of us being under this bus trying to change the starter motor. Because I just want to say, I know nothing about cars. Mm. Never changed my oil before, nothing. And yet now you're on your car. back under the car doing this. <laughs> yes. Were you watching yes, YouTube tutorials or something? <laughs> oh, my cousin was showing me how to do it, but mm. he wasn't very impressed we were doing it either, if I'm being honest. <laughs> okay. But you just uh, stuff it. I can do this on the cheap. How much did it cost to get the new starter motor? I think it was 600 bucks. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And it took yeah. four hours of your time. That's another few hundred at least. And then, uh, <laughs> That's it. And, yeah. then, and, then what, and then what happened? Did it work? No, it still went. So then I was like, shit, okay, what's the next sort of trail? Spoke again. And then everyone was telling me it's probably your starter relay, which is a $250 part. Super easy to change, though, apparently. Learned all this when I was doing it. So I wait a few weeks for it to get delivered from Toyota. I go pay and pick this thing up. And it starts. And I'm like, oh, holy shit, this works. The next day I go to turn it on and it does the... Oh, it doesn't start no. Again. Oh, no. I was like, oh, what is going on? Like, this is stressing me out. I can't. I'm going to have to take it to a mechanic. And then we're like, you know what? We'll just- uh, I've been doing this myself on this cheap. It's only been <laughs> yeah. 600 plus 250 so far. I'm going to have to bite the bullet and pay more at the mechanic. All right. Yep. And pay someone who knows what they're doing. Yep. Fair enough. But I'm still cheap. So I went, well, how else can I do this without doing that? <laughs> and then... um. I looked at the battery terminals and we're like, oh, they're pretty corroded. So I go to bloody super cheap, 25 bucks. I buy a nice pair of uh, battery terminals and now it's no dramas. It just started. Oh, dear. And I haven't had any issues since. 
Okay, it was a 25 buck fix there. <laughs> Do you yeah, if you'd gone it, the mechanic overall, it would have cost less? Most likely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Significantly less. All right, well, look, I mean, yeah. at least, you know what? With, with that money, though, you've learned something. I mean, that's as good as uni fees, really, what you've done there. Yeah, how much does it cost to do an apprenticeship? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, where, where are you going to hit? When, when are you going to hit the road then in your new camper van? This year, I'm hoping. I've just started doing the interior side of it after completely doing a rust repair on the outside. So it's got to be this year, I hope. <laughs> all right. We'll keep an eye out for Grace in the coast, uh, uh, cruising around, listening to some all-day breakfast. We appreciate it, Grace. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, boys. We die, so how are you feeling about these steroid Olympics? Oh, tell you what, old Jimmy Magnuson seemed pretty keen. <laughs> didn't need much. <laughs> didn't need much convincing. Um, former Olympic Australian swimmer. I saw him throwing his hat in the ring. Yeah, that's right. Throwing his body into the pool for a, an Olympic Games where this billionaire's putting it on himself and allowing doping in the games just to see how far he can push it. Yeah, okay, so if you haven't heard about it, it's a brainchild of um, an Australian lawyer called Aaron D'Souza, um, who was raised in Melbourne um, and has suggested that the, uh, these Olympics would basically let athletes dope out in the open, you know, so that they can just go, hey, I'm just going to juice up. The old open doping. <laughs> and, um, and they're going to compete for a $1 million prize. That's $1 million US, by the way. So that's $1.54 Australian. What do you mean they're all going to compete for a $1.5 million prize? There's different events, surely. Oh, sorry. So the $1 million prize is for a world record, I okay. believe. So if anyone breaks a world record in their events, they, yeah. get, they get that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, But it won't be recognized gonna... as a world record because they were on drugs and performance-enhancing substances. No, but they're, you know, then people will still know, well, hey, this is actually how fast you can go. Yeah. Do you, know, you, don't agree, you don't agree with it? Well, it doesn't, that doesn't sound safe, does it? Well, I mean, they're, they're sort of touting it as being one of these things where it's like, this could actually be at the cutting edge of human, like, you know, development, biotechnics. I don't, I don't know if that's the right word, but you mm. know what I'm saying? Well, when I was learning about EPO, right, forget how what the long name of it is, but it's the, you get more blood cells in your blood and it carries more oxygen to your muscles. You can go for longer. A lot of people in cycling used it back in the day Mm. because you got more red blood cells. It makes your blood thicker, right? Got all these platelets and all that sort of stuff in there. Thick blood, it's tougher to pump around. It can stop. People have heart attacks and die. So that's why they don't have it. (laughs) So that's why I'm a little bit worried. Mate. You know, people died trying to get to the moon as well. Like, I mean, you 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 got to put your body on the line to learn something sometimes. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Right. And if it's a consenting adult who's doing it. Well, look, Magnuson has said, okay, that coming from a country like Australia, one of the cleanest in the Olympic Games, it's well known for being one of the cleanest, okay, it says there's, there's countries all over the world that are doing this, you know, performance enhancement. He thought, he said, well, you know, I wouldn't mind just trying it out. Okay, it's an interesting thing to do. Go, okay, what's all the hype about? How good can I be if I was cheating like other countries were cheating? (laughs) Well, as in most things, probably pretty good (laughs) if you're cheating. (laughs) 
I think it's an interesting idea. I mean, I don't know if you, because I mean, there's the Nootropics wave as well. Have you, you heard about the Nootropics? I don't know what Nootropics is. Okay. Nootropics is basically like a uh, mind steroid. Okay. They're sort of smart drugs. And there's a, there's a lot of this wave going on in like, um, you know, universities, et cetera, where people are taking these new nootropics where they can, you know, apparently make you think more directly, focus better. Gotcha. You know, really apply yourself better, learn better, mm. execute better. Can they make you funnier? Can, could we be funnier if we were that? I don't know, but I reckon that we could maybe work we need harder a, a, on our jokes. Yeah. If we started cheating in the podcast world, suddenly like our our banter would just go to the next <laughs> level, you know? Move over, Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, exactly. Move over the Huberman lab, <laughs> right? Suddenly Matt and Alex are like, where do these guys come from? <laughs> Their banter is absolutely <laughs> blinding. <laughs> <laughs> They're on fire. Every we're single just, one. We're just walking. We're just walking around with the most jacked brains in the business. <laughs> just no, like, how do they? How do they do <laughs> this true crime pod so well? They got no. They got to be cheating. They can't. They can't be doing it naturally. This this is not natural banter. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, this guy, you know, when you're pointing fingers and like you see the muscles on these swimmers, you're like, nah, they're obviously juicing. Nah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want people to make those accusations at us. Exactly. Can we start a controversy? <laughs> like, can we like s- put out a press release or, or convince someone to like accuse us of cheating? Of and juicing. <laughs> Their podcast is too good, man. It can't be natural. <laughs> I mean, let us know if you have taken nootropics, whether you think that they work. I'd love to know. I don't think that they're, I don't think that they're technically illegal. Mm. Is it at the stage where they, it's starting to come out and they haven't made the rules about it yet? I believe so. And there is some, and they're, 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 and some of them are used for other, um, you know, ailments or diseases like, uh, you know, Alzheimer's, etc. Um, so there is other people are saying that sometimes it's just a placebo effect. Oh uh, yeah. Um, like Michael's special water in space jam. <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly you think, Oh, I can do it. So maybe James, you know, Magnuson in these new Olympics is actually just going to be, you know, injecting a bit of saline into his, you know, mm. guts or wherever you, wherever <laughs> you do it. Like that you do it into your guts. Then he's out there and you're into your gluteus or whatever. Mm. And then suddenly he's out there breaking world records. Everyone turns around and goes, Oi, this is the clean games all along. Imagine <laughs> that for a gotcha. Ashton Kutcher comes out on the podium and says, Oi, <laughs> you aren't juiced at all. You just needed to believe in yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Hugs all around. Happy Olympics. That's it. All right. Well, we will see. <laughs> see if Matt O'Kine is suddenly in the triple jump. Yes, I'd say at this point it's less of a segment and more of a sociological experiment as to how much you like me and Matt. (laughs) Because How's Your Life Going launched a little while ago where we asked you to send your phone number in to matt.and.alex and a lot of you put a phone number in 
But it was less your number and more people in your life that you wanted to yeah. stitch up by having me and Matt call them. We got stitched up pretty bad and uh, we thought we'd give you a second chance, okay? Because we know that, you know, we like the jokes as much as you do. Yep. Um, we like the little prankies. Well done. You got us. We like a little bit of hanky pranky. But this time it's, we're getting serious, okay? Yeah, it's the time where the joking needs to stop. And that yeah, is no. today. We're going to call up people and ask how their life is going. Now, it could be you if you put your number in. We could be giving you a call because we care about you. You are part of the show. We want to be involved in your life. And so that's why we're going to ring. Where's my phone number? We're going to start off with Aaron. Mm -hmm. And when he says hello, I expect the next words out to out of his mouth to be Aaron speaking. Um, because if it isn't, then I'm going to be very unimpressed. Yeah, we because did we specifically you. asked for you not to stitch us up. Yeah, and we're trusting you. We're trustworthy. You know, we're trusting people. Because if we call Aaron, and instead of getting Aaron, we get like a kebab shop <laughs> down your local. It's going to be quite irritating. Oh, there's going to be beef, all right. <laughs> won't be wrapped up with garlic sauce, so I'll tell you that much. <laughs> all right, so, Bron, let's hit, let's type this number in and see what Aaron has to say. How is your life? How's it going? How's your life going? Oh, you've reached Aaron. Unfortunately, I'm not available at the moment. Oh, okay. Phew, that's okay. That's Never right. have I been more relieved to get a voicemail <laughs> prompt. Good on you, Aaron. Thanks right. for that. Unfortunately, we, part of the segment needs to work. You need to answer. So why don't we move on? Yep. We've got Aaron on the line. Let's go. Hello, Aaron speaking. Oh, Aaron, music to our ears, hearing your voice. It is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. We're very thankful that you've given us your actual number. And we're asking <laughs> you today, how's your life going? Oh, my goodness. Um, I've been lying in bed all day, coming off night shift, working with kids in foster care. So, whoa. Yeah, it's been. Been a pretty hectic night, so I've decided I'm going to be horizontal all day. I'm going to watch Netflix in bed, and I don't care what else happens. That is what? so good. I hope we didn't wake you up after a night shift nap, Erin. <laughs> no, I'm watching um, some true crime documentaries on Netflix. Ooh, which one? Uh, this one's called The Puppet Master. Oh, my God, that is a nuts one. That is honestly nuts. After you've watched that... Can you watch American Nightmare as well, please? Yeah, that's also See, crazy. I listened to a podcast about that, so I know the whole, like I've, I'm oh. I'm already all over it. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that that I found that one truly bizarre as well. I haven't heard the Puppet Master. What's that one about? Oh, mate, get on it. It's. Can you describe it, Erin? Um. So I'm three quarters of the way through the first episode, and apparently this guy is saying he works for like the CIA, and he's I don't know telling this guy that um, he's just, like, in the IRA and they have to escape and turns out he doesn't do any of that. Mm. Okay, well... It's a big uh, setup. Have to... But, I mean, no, but how's your life going in general, Erin? How do you feel where you're at in life? You happy? You're not happy? Uh, I'm getting there. It's been a pretty tough struggle, but, um, yeah, I'm in all the right places. I have a really, really great support network around me. So, you know, kind of climbing that uphill battle at the moment. But, yeah, everything... Why has it, why, why has it been a struggle? Um, oh, you know, like loss of some grandparents in the last couple months and, 
you know, starting uni in a few weeks of my second year. So, yeah. Yeah, goodness. And I guess working with foster children, that would be quite stressful at times, particularly at night times and that sort of thing. Yeah, oh my goodness. Like, we have two little boys and they're terrified of the dark Mm. and... You know, I have to often sit next to them and make sure that they don't have night terrors and they'll often wake me up at midnight and tell me they're scared. So, yeah, lots of lots of long nights assuring them that they're in a safe place and, you know, they can feel comfortable enough to go to sleep. Oh, that's great that they got you. Yeah, and it's, it's a really good point to raise, Erin, is like you're there supporting people, which is amazing, but having support for yourself, what things are that our people, like friends or family or our colleagues do that, that really support you? Um, me and my best friend, we spend nights cross-stitching together. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Oh. <laughs> is, is cross-stitching cool again? No, it absolutely is not. <laughs> okay, because I said again, and I don't recall a time when it ever was. So was... <laughs> Maybe in my Nana's era, but... Um, yeah, right, okay. Well, I'm, I'm in my Nana's era now, so me and my friend cross-stitch together. That's great. What's the most recent thing you've cross-stitched? Um, she bought me, like, a building landscape. Um, for my birthday, so I'm halfway through that one. Delightful. Oh, that's great. Well, look, Erin, we're glad that everything's okay. We're glad that you're on the on the up, and we're glad that you're doing nice things for, for people as well. And thank you for um, heeding our words in the last podcast and putting your own number down. We were worried <laughs> that we would get stitched up, but you've cross-stitched up in a good way. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> no worries. Thanks for the call, guys. <laughs> thank you. Catch you later. Bron just cutting off Erin there. Yeah. <laughs> After she was so delightful, Bron <laughs> hangs up the phone immediately. That was an accident. That was a slip of the finger. And we're done with you, Erin. Bye. Oh, my God. We got what we needed from you, Erin, and now you are cut loose. Unbelievable, Bron. I hope you message back and apologise for that. That is not the way we like to treat you. And I should also apologise for not having faith in the good people, listeners of All Day Breakfast. Thank you for doing the right thing. Um, we believe in you now. And feel free, if you do want to be a part of this segment in the future, hit us up at matt.n.alex. Just do not expect a polite goodbye uh, when you do call us because Bron Doizak, the quickest gun in the West... When it comes to slamming the phone down. <laughs> That's not how I wanted it to go. Oh, yeah. Trigger finger, Bron. Surprise, we're still even on this podcast. You haven't just hit the off button already. Yeah, you'd probably, in the middle of a sentence, I'd be talking like this, about to say goodbye, and then suddenly, just before you know it, whilst I've... That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.